Welcome to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers up the trotters. The Northwest's number one podcast. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of the Fan Zone Podcast, episode 49. And we're back with you again. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we can see all of you just about getting into the stream. Um, so, yeah, thanks everyone for joining. We've got a, a couple of new faces over in the chat. So, thank you for joining us. Uh, we do appreciate it and welcome in. Uh, if you are listening to this back on Spotify and wondering how you can get tuned in to the live episodes, and if you head over to our Twitter, uh, all the details for our live streams are over there. But it's usually the day after every every league game at half past seven. Uh, so if you want fancy tuning in for a live episode, then you can do exactly that. Uh, um, sorry, always. Ben. Ben, sorry to interrupt. I'm going to uh, keep an eye on 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 Twitter as well uh, in terms of the the chat on there because I had noticed when I watched it back previously, quite a few people were commenting on that. So obviously it fire away type of thing. If you're watching through, through Twitter as well, and I'll keep an eye on that for us. Sorry, Ben. Absolutely. You can, uh, you can catch us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, they're the platforms that we live stream on. So if any of those tickle your fancy, then, then head along. If you are watching on YouTube, leave a like on the episode. Subscribe to the channel. It's massively appreciated. Uh, and before we get into the good stuff, as always, we've got an important message for you. We would, of course, like to give a massive, massive shout out and a huge, huge thank you to Eco Warm Windows, uh, your headline sponsor of the Fan Zone podcast this season so thank you to eco warm windows uh, if you want to find out more about the sponsors then head over to our website www.fansonpod.co.uk and you can find out everything you need to know over there So, without further ado, it is time, as always, for our post-match reaction. So, we'll hand over to the panel, but you can also tune in at home. Send in your thoughts on how you thought our game against Derby County was. Uh, your your post-match reactions, uh, share yours, and we'll, we'll pick some comments out of the chat to read. But, Ange, we'll go to you first. What did you make of our game against Derby? Ladies first, eh? Standard. That's <laughs> That's standard. It were all right, weren't it? Mm. I thought the, the the first twenty minutes or so we were we are absolutely flying. I thought we controlled it really well. We were up for it, loads of energy. Um, that penalty of the I I couldn't see what had happened when. And then I think I've watched it back and was it a push by Vic on one of their their lads that more than a push. I didn't, yeah. I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? He blew, didn't it, just before the ball at the back of the net from the corner. So, um, I don't know what I don't know in that situation what I'd rather have. I'd rather whether I'd rather the goal stood or they got the penalty. I don't know. It's I'm in two minds about what I would want there. I wouldn't want either, to be fair. But um, yeah, and I think do you know what? Absolutely credit to those boys for getting back. And we were, was it nine minutes we were back? Yeah, back up to one one. Thoroughly justified, and what a great little tricky manoeuvre from Joshua to earn that penalty. Um, much more like us 
still there's still little bits missing but much more like us loved seeing Owen back in his first league game of the season and it um just, I just feel like comfortable with him on the pitch. I, I just I, he's a joy to watch. I absolutely think he's got he's got massive things to come. That boy and um, I just hope he sits on the bench for all of the international matches. I hope he don't play him. Please God, wrap him up in cotton wool. Um, both him and Dion. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was I was no no real complaints from me other than we probably could have finished it off a little bit sooner. Um, that and I think everyone starts to get a little bit frustrated, don't they, when they when we when we're passing it around the box. But they they're a big side and it's like Ian said post match, you can't just be lofting them balls in. It's not no. they're too small, our front men are too small. So um that that frustration I think we need to we need to as a fan base just stop it. <laughs> There shouldn't be any frustration. I, I just yeah, absolutely stop it. Um, and before before you continue, sorry to interrupt, interrupt you. Um, I just want to give uh, Daniel Buttery a, a shout out. I'm sure Ben's noticed it in the chat. Um, he's actually in Mallorca Airport listening to the podcast, which is I thought I think it's pretty cool. That to be fair. Ah, uh, thanks, Daniel. And obviously, it's nice to see how far the podcast has gone that somebody's listening to us in Spain. So the, uh, even the though it will. Even though Callum knowledge is a the United fan, sorry about that result, Callum. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> which, which United? Oh, for God's sake, Colin. Manchester. Just before we move on to you, gents, we're gonna just pick up on some comments uh from the live chat. Brandon has said, What a weekend. Uh Wanderers win United and Wigan loss and a mixed collab with garlic mayo. Life is what? bliss. Chili <laughs> sauce, you need some chili on that. Sweet chili sauce at that. Sweet chili. It's gotta be done. Uh, Mark Smith has popped a comment on and he said their goal was against the run play. They offered nothing. Yeah. Vic also did another push in the second half, which was looking not to be given. Uh, I did mm. think for the first 20 minutes, we were really, really strong. And Brandon has actually echoed that. And he said first 20 minutes was the best I've seen us play for a long time, along with Wembley. Um, I think that reaction that we were so desperate for after uh, the Wigan game that, that didn't seem to come too fluidly at Burton I think we started really well. Can I, um, um, sorry, Ben, can I just jump on something? Is it your old velvet tongue? Is that what you're jumping on? Yeah, we, we'll go past that. That Matt is a friend of mine from years gone by and still is. Um, and we won't, we won't, we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> no, we really should go into that. <laughs> no, um, so. I've lost my train of thought now. I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah. oh bloody hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, since when were we playing in, I don't know, Champions League or Premier League yesterday? How many how many times does it happen? Shirts getting pulled, players getting manhandled at, at corners. It happens every week. If a penalty was given for every decision like that you'd be giving three or four a game and god knows how many free kicks all of a sudden it's that thing yesterday that's league one football it happens every single game without exception and nothing's ever given so gee 
there's been a lot of think... today by by derby fans on social media i understand it we you know we moan as well we're decisions not go our way but i think you've got to be accepting of the fact that league one it happens numerous times during a game I do. I, I, you're right, Chris, but I think there's, there's an element of the level of inconsistencies across the um, cal- the, the, the calibre of the referee, in, essentially. Oh, we know that, though, don't we? we? Well, obviously, yesterday, that our lads got warned on, 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 the, on the corner that, that before they took it, what were going yeah. on, and obviously, as did they, and we still continue to grapple, so I don't think we can... I don't think we can be, be complaining really over over that penalty because I watched it back and he's oh, literally we're watching the ball. We're watching the ball was purely focused on his man and, and wrestled into the ground. So it, that it was. I think he, he probably going to sound like I'm contradicting myself, but that what it was a penalty. Do you mean he's speaking in general? Yeah, there's been there were like yeah. two or three um, in, incidents that were, were that were po- it, 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 Get used to it. We, Derby and us, we've been in this league for long enough to know that that's what it, that's what a game entails, you know. So, yeah, get over it. Sorry, Ben, I just had to get that off my chest because it was bugging <laughs> me. That's okay. Um, Feel better now. Feel better. Also- yeah, thank you. <laughs> Paddy's also put a comment on and he said, we're the better team throughout the yeah. 90. We play three of the league's toughest teams at home already now and it was a big win prior to the international period. Yeah. Uh, which is a good point. It sends the lads out on their international duties in, in high spirits and they can come back still firing on all cylinders um, and we can sort of put Wigan and, and perhaps Burton behind us. I don't think Burton was, was that bad. Um but it, it was an important three points. Chris, what did you make of the game on Saturday? Um, yeah, same as Andrew, really, and a number of the comments that have come in that we we got off to a an absolute flyer, um, played with confidence, um, put everything behind us. Crowd was good. Weather was lovely. Look at me, head. Um, <laughs> I'm glad they didn't have that big blanket. Jesus Christ. Oh, we'd have, we'd have boiled, don't we, in that under that? Oh, that would have been a Dutch oven, that wouldn't it? My God. Um, I just, I think my only bugbear from yesterday, and obviously Evans, Evans covered it off in his post match and what have you. And, and, and I get it, the, the fact that we can't be linking it into the box because we haven't got any presence. But I just think that some of our decision-making, which seemed to have improved, kind of regressed a little bit. Some of the balls that were low were just quite aimless. We were very, very in, indecisive with our movement and our final our final ball. Um, we'll, we'll, go, we'll talk about it later. I thought that bringing... Mendez Gomez on as a as a right back essentially. Oh, oh, cat. Cat, cat in the house. Um, I do all my yeah. Cat. I, I, is it your cat? Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> cool. Just checking. Um, I just thought it invited pressure, and they seem to um, exploit it. A lot of their stuff in that eight final eight minutes came down that left hand side. Um, Guess not been. In the best form, should we just say we'll we'll keep it at that? Um, and Mendes Gomez 
isn't a particularly defensive player. So I don't understand that. There was obviously a lack of defensive cover on the bench, uh, but Forrester was there. So yeah, that's my only criticism. I thought we could have put it to we could have really put them to the sword a little bit yesterday. I know you've got to be patient, and the victory is more important. But I just think we could have made it a little bit more conclusive than we did. But all in all, Belton, yeah, Belton. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would certainly echo that. And funny enough, um, Hallam uh, actually said. Uh, Cryer in the chat that uh, we didn't create enough clear cut yeah. chances and that all were, were half chances apart from the penalty, which I think was a good point. And I think them going down to, to 10 probably made that even worse. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But th there was definitely a, a lack of clear cut chances, but I think large parts of that was probably due to the fact that when we were on the front foot, when they were down to 10, it was just, you know, a, a wall of Derby players. Colin. How how did you react to the match? What were your thoughts? I mean, if you could sum up the, the match in one word, what would you give it? One word, Pauline. One. <laughs> and then we'll move on. Professional. <laughs> Professional. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would tend to agree. Uh, how did you react to, to Everett's subs? Were you equally confused when Mendes Gomez came on? Did you think there were perhaps um... other options there? I thought, in terms of the per, in terms of personnel yesterday, from a from a changes point of view, I had absolutely no qualms with with them whatsoever. Of course, the centre forwards that he brought on um, obviously offered us a little bit of height when they were naturally going to get you know opportunities to sling the ball into the box and stuff because that's essentially what they are. They're a set they're a set piece team uh, in the most part. Um, so I understand that Mendes Gomez coming on. Absolutely, coming bring him on. I thought he could. I thought he could have picked up the ball well from in between the, the midfield and, and, and the forward line, and obviously pick up the loose balls, carry it and create. Which I, I thought he probably what, what he wanted him to do. But I would have liked him to come on for Victor, for example, maybe. Um, yeah. Just yeah. so obviously yeah. he could just he could have that bit of a free roll, given the fact that they were down to ten men. Uh, but the changes themselves. Personnel-wise, I'm I, I, I'm comfortable. I was comfortable with them, but as I said, I think it was a very professional performance. Um, given the fact that it's all it's all right, all well and good going into ten men, but it's it's sometimes sorry your opposition going ten, but sometimes difficult to to still you know kill the game off, and, and they managed it out well. I thought the defense was fantastic. A special mention yeah. to Owen Tall, um, oh, whose vers wow. versatility is just phenomenal. Um, how comfortable he is able to play across. Three central positions in defence is, is is very very impressive. I thought it was excellent on on against Middlesbrough as well centrally, and then obviously seamlessly moved over to to um, to the to the left yesterday, um, and I thought it was great. Um, yeah, so really really good performance in, in that sense. I do agree with Chris. I think we were a little bit wasteful. Um, that was evident in in I think the, the, I think we really only created one really key or big opportunity. I think you might call it. Um, there was only like you know, like you said intricate passing along the box and stuff like that, which is obviously what we we've become accustomed to. But yeah, it's a win, isn't it? It's going into the international break, winning and and providing that the, the lads can come back nice and fresh. We we can go again in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Absolutely, um, I think the the, the subs were. A, a little bit confusing for me, but I, I quickly realised that it felt like Derby were playing a lot more direct. Um, mm -hmm. And 
what were using long throw-ins quite quite frequently whenever they got them. Uh, and I think Dan and Jerome perhaps just offered a bit more in the air. Um, well, I say that's why that's why he, yeah, he brought them on, really. You know, and obviously if like Cameron Jerome offers he, he offers his experience, done it. So if he gets an opportunity to kind of win a free kick and get us up the pitch and kill the game, slow it down a little bit, that's exactly what he would offer. I thought Mendes Gomez obviously probably looked at that as he's got a bit of pace on Ian, a bit of trickery, and he could probably kill the game if he got the chance, which kind of makes sense, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two, two, two things from me. Um, just whilst Colin was talking, he's inspired me to think of a couple of things. I think what um, one of the big things that Owen Toll brings to the team generally. I mean, obviously, aside from his defensive qualities, is that contrast with Ricardo Santos. Obviously, Santos is often accused of slowing us down too much. He's obviously, you know, he's like a almost like an NFL quarterback in the sense that he dictates a play from the back. He moves out slowly. How quickly Toll moves out of that defensive shape and how... um, he's, He's willing to take a risk. So that that ball into midfield is often a risky ball, but he has no issue in doing it. And I think it just it really, really complements our team in the sense that he, he is that contrast to Santos in that respect and moves the ball out a lot quicker. And I think it surprises a lot of teams. Um and I thought he's, he's, a, he's a big lad as well. He, he shifts for a big lad, doesn't he? A, yeah. He's very, very comfortable bringing the ball out as well, not just in terms of distributing the ball quicker uh, and moving it, but coming out of that that back line and driving into midfield and and giving us options. um, It's really, really good. Uh, He's he's confident in his own ability and he's like a B-Tech version of Gary Cale. Yeah, he reminds me of him so much. He's he's like like almost like a a hybrid of Gary, Gary Cahill. And Gundy um, Bergson. Yeah, absolutely. If you listen to this, Owen, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but Gary no, Kerr Gary Gary was phenomenal. And you'll do yeah. you'll do very well to have half a, the half a career that he had. <laughs> big, big compliment. Um, and secondly, how high does Erin Cashin wear his shorts? <laughs> I did think I saw Mini Cashin, i got to admit. Oh, my God. And his breakfast. Jeez. Um, um, can, I, can I change the subject completely from uh, catching um, Obviously, like I said, I will keep an eye on Twitter. Um, we've actually had a, a comment from um, a gentleman. Are we tall? No, a gentleman <laughs> who lives in, in Florida who listens every week, um, which is nice. So, yeah, thank you for that. You've not got a name, monk something or other, but yeah. Oh, it's Monkey you. Magic. Oh, it is, yeah. Monkey magic, yeah. Yeah, a big respect to the name as well. If it's a reference, the um, BBC Two programme from the 80s, big respect. And that will just about lead us on very nicely to our fan zone man of the match. So, um, we'll obviously we'll we'll do ours, but what we want is to see some names in the chat as well. Put who you think who's your man of the match from yesterday. Um, we'll start with Colin. 
I wasn't expecting me. I don't know why. I, usually, I think I used the last. Boxed you. Um, I think there's 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 several um, people who, who could deserve man of the match. I think after yesterday, um, obviously. Dion Charles goes goes at saying he, he took his goal, he took his penalty well, he ran the line well, he did a lot of stuff off the ball very well yesterday. Um, usual high quality performance. I thought Carl Dempsey was fantastic again. Um, you know, pulling the defence and midfield all over the place, finding pockets in behind the midfield. Um, unplayable, really, Carl Dempsey in the most part. I don't think he's had really one bad game this season, other than the one we won't mention anymore. Um Owen Tall, as we've mentioned, was fantastic yesterday. He's, he's like he's never been away. Versatility is unbelievable. But I have to give it to Josh Sheehan yesterday. I thought he was unbelievable. The lad is... He's, he's a player that I always thought he was in terms of his ability to be able to, to, be able to control the game um, from any position, really, within that central area midfield. You know, the way he carries the ball, the, the way he pivots, he can go left, he can go right. It, there was a couple of instances yesterday when he, he was driving forward with the ball, very much reminded me of Mark Davis, which was very, very nice to see. You know, ghosting into the box, ball literally stuck to his foot. Um, so offensively, he's offering stuff as well. Obviously, he won the penalty. I think he was just all over the place yesterday. I think he was brilliant. Um and I, I'd be very surprised if, if the majority weren't pointing in the direction of, of the little Welsh wizard. So, yeah, Josh Sheehan. Josh Sheehan. Thank you. Um, let's go, Chris. Tough one, isn't it? Um, obviously, there's got to be a shout for Tolly. There's got to be a shout for Cogley. Um, someone who's not been mentioned who I thought was excellent and got his obligatory yellow card, which was uh, George. I just think what's he on now? I mean, he's he on did, now. I did laugh, yeah. I did laugh, Chris, when he got bought yesterday. I thought you straight away, I thought he got bought. Got it again, he loves it. He's um, and he was straight after it, he was right in the rest face and that player's face. He was giving it big uns. <laughs> Um, I thought he was brilliant yesterday. I just think he's getting better week on week. How good would he be if he shaved his head? Well, obviously, I'm for all for that, but I don't know if he's <laughs> he suited. He lucky if he, he had a proper yeah, buzz cut. Yeah, buzz cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it takes um, <laughs> it takes a certain look to carry it off, though, Colk, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think an unsung hero has got to be Santos for stepping back into the fold when surprisingly yeah, <laughs> he didn't want anyone to know about it as he said um but you can't you, you can't not give it to Josh Sheehan it was it I think we need to temper this a little bit because he, he he's a player for certain games and when it works it is ridiculous to watch at this level I, I saw somebody yesterday i think it was one of our one of our fans who 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 was um comparing him or mentioned him in this in the same breath as as barry bannon um in terms of his midfield influence it's a lot of it, the way that he holds himself and the way that he plays and i i, I, could, I can see where that's coming from i'm not saying he's barry bannon 
or comparable to, but I can definitely see where that comes from. Um, and for me, he was head and shoulders yesterday. Um, so my man in the match is... Everyone. Joshua. He was... Uh, I think... I don't know, for the people that didn't go, he played phenomenally well at um, Hillsborough last season and that was yeah. the best game I'd seen him play prior to yesterday. I thought he was even better yesterday than he was at, at Hillsborough. So that that drop of the shoulder and like you said, you know, you can play with both feet, which enables him to do that, to rotate and drop that shoulder and confuse the hell out of the opposition. It, he, he, he put his foot in as well yesterday, which was quite. Yeah. He was trying. He was roughing it up a little bit, wordy, which was nice to see. I think um, somebody me mentioned it as well, and I think we need to mention um, someone who who who, who was um, singled out a few weeks ago for for bot not no not bottling sorry no for not committing to a tackle, and that was Randall Williams. And I thought yesterday. There was one particular tackle which was absolutely magnificent, and he went in, went in, full blooded, full blooded, great timing, really, really well done. So, yeah, but man of match, sorry, Josh Ian. Thanks, we got there in the end. <laughs> Benjamin, who's your man of the match? Uh, Josh Ian. I don't need to say any more than else. Chris has, I think, covered all bases. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give mine to Josh as well. I think. I think he won four out of four duels, according to, to who scored. 92% uh, pass accuracy, uh, four key passes. He's just a, an absolute unbelievable player at this level. Uh, his technical ability is, is off the charts. So for me, Josh Sheehan. So, unfortunately, I am not going to make it a clean sweep for Josh, even though he does win the panel man of the match because there's three of you. And... David Green is correct that I am going Owen Tall for my man of the match. Um, I just think it's it was such a... I like it when we have these weeks where we've got a couple of contenders. I'd much yeah. rather this than us, there being one. Um, the chat kind of went tall. We had a shout, we had a couple of Sheehan's, we had a shout out for Cogley and for Randall. Um, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, Twitter was saying uh, the people that are watching on there, they all said tall as well. Cool. Yeah. And I think I would have been happy as a panel, I think, with either of those. They, they were both outstanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so because it's a three to one for the panel, it's the man of the match for this week is Joshua Sheehan. Superb. All around, uh, like you said, Anne's the, the chat is pretty torn between it feels tall, uh, and Sheehan. Um, but we're going to miss out our usual pre match presser. Um, obviously, the next oh, game being game. What, what, can we not just put the picture up? Yeah, put the picture So for those of you who are listening on Spotify, you are missing out big time because every week you get to see an absolutely gorgeous photo of our Colin. Oh, it's great that. It never fails. Uh, oh, I think, so I think just 
<laughs> just out of culture, I don't think we can actually ever change that picture now. No. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you to, to be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> Nor do I actually want you to. Keep it. Yeah. But we now? will move on to our, uh, not newest, but relatively new ben. segment. Hello. Just, sorry, just explain to people why we're missing out my segment as well. Sorry. Because Colin could be yes. <laughs> 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 we won't be doing a podcast for the Salford Cup game, um, so they didn't really feel like there was much need to, to preview it, and obviously Reading is, is quite a way off, so Colin made the executive decision that he wasn't going to do his segment today. <laughs> well, pretty much, that's yeah. pretty much what happened, Colin. <laughs> there's, uh, there's not much point in us looking at a game that's that's you know weeks away. We could pick what up injuries. Happen? Reading can pick up injuries in the international break and things like that. So we will uh, miss that one and head straight over to our fan zone, fan focus. Hiya. Hiya. I've actually prepared for mine, unlike Colin. So, uh, <laughs> oh, stop it! Oh, not take, take it to heart. Um, where to start? I think I tell you what we'll do. We'll start by closing something off. That's what we're going to do this week. And what we're going to close off is a post that came off the back of the Burton Pod, which is: Is Ian Ebert the right man for the job? <laughs> You've gone there again with that. Don't click this bit because it's not it's not worth the hassle. Just leave this one out of your, your little clips, please. No clipping, please. Um how many how many interactions did it get, Ben? Uh I think that tweet was viewed fifty thousand times. You gotta put a bit of context on it again for people who are it's still maybe not have misunderstood that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if so. you're not familiar with what we're talking about. So, yeah. Um... Let's, um, yeah. Let me, let me deal with it. So <laughs> one of our regular viewers, listeners, contributors, Mr. Andrew Ashworth, um, it was not his opinion. He referenced countless opinions across social media, which included the hashtag Everts out which questioned whether has he never reached his ceiling as our manager can he take us any further you get the picture um so we clipped that segment and we put it on twitter facebook and everything else sorry x um and Pretty open, and it? it got a, a lot of traction. Somebody said, "Why is it up here? It's a clicks." Well, yeah, guess what? It was, yeah, because clicks equal engagement, which equals debate, which equals conversation, and which is healthy in my That's mind. Why are people? Yeah, yeah. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and, and thank you to everybody who who put their opinion forward, and I think it was overwhelming in its outcome in the sense that we've got super Ian ever etc etc which was ringing around the Reebok yesterday 
Yeah. It was um, all, all the chads yesterday were very heavily driven yeah. to Ian, and I, I, I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for it. Yeah, that should be indefinite now. Yeah, so we've all, you know, still, if you've still got doubts, absolutely fine. Jeez, you know what I mean? It, it, it's an opinion, and you're entitled to it, and we respect it. It's as simple as that. Um, I think one of the one of the comments which came out which stood out for me and i think we mentioned it to the per person who contributed this which is tom gregory thanks tom um i think he put a really really good point forward and put it forward really well um which was do we need more support and input from us from a sports psychology point of view when looking at big games um and I think that's a, I think it's a valid point because historically, aside from maybe two or three games and yesterday, um, we don't tend to get particularly positive results against teams there or thereabouts in the top six with us. So I think that's a really good point. And I think it may be something that we look look at. And this is me giving an opinion. It's all a hypothetical. Maybe it is something that we look at moving forward. Um and something innovative that we introduce from a sports psychology point of view to strengthen it. I think yesterday proved that when needed, we can do it. Um, it wasn't the best performance, but when we spoke at the beginning of the season about have we got it, and that is getting results, just getting results, I thought we did that really, really well yesterday. But I think it's a really good point that you made, Tom. So, yeah, so... We're not going to put it to bed because guess what? We ain't going to win every game this season and it will come into question again and people will throw it back into the mix again and that's fair. But And yesterday, Ian's suit was back. Oh. The players, the players are in track suits, but Ian was in his suit again. What a day to do it with bloody rose. Bit of psychology, bit of psychology, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Him, that, that. Who knows? Yeah. He, you know, he, he's he's very... an iron his shirt laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that his iron? Um, it's um, it's a big thing forever. Obviously, he reads a lot. Anybody who, list, who listens to interviews and podcasts and such like, he's very very big on that. He takes a lot of inspiration from U.S. coaches in the NFL, for example, and he's he's big on that psychology bit, and he's learning. So, but. I'm sure it will come up again. Um, so, next topic, Chris, have you got anything else? Yeah, we've got a few here, Carl. Um, I like it. The next one is from <laughs> our friend Monkey Magic um, in Florida. Um, just just slip that in there. Um, lack of defensive cover on the bench. Yeah, definitely. Only Will Forrester as a defensive player bringing on Mendez Gomez as a wing back. I think also emphasised that we had no goalkeeper. So if it was if it was Baxter who was sent off, geez, that could have been interesting yesterday. It was quite a quite a brave decision by Ever to load the bench as he did. I thought. I think it was a tactical thing. Was it a risk? Yeah. Could it have gone wrong? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, interesting point that. And I Where think was that yesterday? He was injured. So, he picked up a knock on Tuesday, apparently, yeah. Right, okay, fair enough. 
I thought oh. he dropped him because I thought he 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 was he'd been very poor the last couple of games. So I thought he yeah. dropped him. But although I said, he, said that he was all right against Middlesbrough, so he was. He played really really well against Middlesbrough, all considered. So yeah, but yeah, we need to keep an eye on that. I think so. Thanks for that, Mister Man. The young, the young lads um, who've got along from West Brom, fullback, left sided centre half, Zach Ashworth. 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 Who um, had, so also had a very good game against Middlesbrough. Was he, also he was my man of the match against Middlesbrough. I thought mm. he was brilliant. And he was injured yesterday, was he? I don't know. He got cluttered a couple, a couple, got cluttered two or three I'm times. Sure, I'm sure both him and Iredale have picked up knocks on Tuesday, but he got absolutely battered, did he, on Tuesday? He did, yeah. He's uh, for, for, for a lad who's quite slight of frame, he's, yeah. he's, quite, he's quite a physical player. I like him. There's some mm. comments in the chat. That yeah, that, that sort of substantiate that. Well, it is my son, so yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Everett, right man, we've done that. Lack of defensive cover. CMG at right back. If anybody, if anybody can shed any light on that, because I think what Colin was saying earlier is a very valid point that there was there was definitely a role for Mendes Gomez yesterday, and it was it wasn't at right back. So, yeah, anybody who can... And bizarrely, there's a, a gentleman who sits behind me in the East Lower who um, is really knowledgeable from a coaching point of view. I think he coaches himself. And he actually called it 15 minutes before it happened. So there's obviously something there that maybe is, you know, tactically above my level. I don't know. But he called it 15 minutes before it even happened. I think he, he must have thought that... We would have got that. We 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 were going to get our third goal, yeah. And he would have been the influencer to 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 to, to enable us to do that. Yeah, I do think when Cogley went off, uh, I think it was he'd just been involved in a challenge, and he did look. He picked the ball for a throw, in and he looked to hold his back. Uh, uh, and shortly after Mendes Gomez came on, the only thing I can think of as to why Randell didn't come over and we brought on perhaps Ashworth was Mendes Lang was really, really problematic on that left side. Uh, and Randell, I thought, dealt with him really, really well, both throughout the first and the second half. Uh, you know, Randell's a quick lad, but so is Mendes Lang. So that, for me, I think was the only justification that I made and thought to myself that perhaps that's why Mendes Gomez would have come on. But like Colin said, as an outlet on that right-hand side, just to beat a man and get forward, I think Mendes Gomez is probably a man. Just yeah. to carry it, weren't it? That's obviously what his thought yeah. process was. Yeah. To get us up the pitch, carry it, take him, take men on, and because they were tired, they were tired, weren't they? So it, it does yeah. logically it, may, it makes sense to have brought him on. But yeah, it's that, just, that, 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 that battle, um, Randall Williams and is it Mendes Lang? Is that his name? Mendes Lang, yeah. That was the key battle I thought before before the game started. I thought if we win yeah. that duel then, between them two, which we did, we'll yeah. come out on top. Yeah. Um, because obviously that Mendes Lang is he's no interest in, in defending, has he really? No. And, and nor has really Randall Williams when you compare the you know, compare mm-hmm. it all. Um so yeah, it's a good good battle that. Did um, very well. The the only other points that we have amongst many, many others, um Tomo sixty seven, um being more clinical in front of goal. And I think we we showed that in the Lincoln 
Cheltenham and Fleetwood games that we we seem to have shaken that sort of lack of cutting edge. Um, but I think yesterday, you know, albeit a lot of it was was tactical because they'd gone down to ten men. I think we can. As mentioned earlier, I think we regressed just a little bit, just a little bit. I'm not something that I'm going to start worrying about because I think we can slip back into that clinical kind of gear again. But yeah, I thought we could have been a little bit more clinical in front of goal. And finally, um, Alex, um, he wanted the subject of Stiant being raised. And I think we've already done that. Done it. In our man in the match section, he was... It was yeah. as it was as beautiful yesterday on that pitch as Angie's uh, background and behind. The I was just going to say, have you seen the sky? Yeah. Look how pretty it is. It was essentially Josh Sheen yesterday. That sky behind Angie's. That so is. Pretty. That's uh, those who are listening on YouTube, on um, Spotify and, and Apple. It's absolutely useless for you. To we have a, a, a radiant late summer vista <laughs> through <laughs> Angie's patio doors in the kitchen. <laughs> If that describes well audio, then there you go. Oh, if you want to know what that looks like, just watch back Josh Ian's highlights from yesterday. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, and that's it from me this week. Well, uh, I think that's just about it from all of us. Uh, a relatively shorter episode this week. Um, but nonetheless, thank you all for joining. We have had a um, comment on Twitter that I want to raise before we shoot. Oh, uh, Leslie. We need to get Ian Everett on the podcast. Oh, now, God. We'll have a job. Ian Everett on the podcast, but we have got another guest on Wednesday, haven't we, Ben? Over we certainly to you. have. We certainly have. Uh, if you are keen to tune in, then George Johnston uh, will be joining us on Wednesday at 7.30pm. Um, so if you fancy sitting down with us for an evening with Georgie J, then you can do exactly that. Um, come over and give him a big virtual. Come and give him a big virtual hug. Yeah, yeah, you need to big virtual hug. And if you just, if you don't want to come on, are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> or busy? Seriously. Busy? Maybe busy, Chris. You may Not be busy, but you need to manage your time better, don't you? I think um, Sam Dawson there is summed it up. What a guest. What a guest. <laughs> and it's a, it's a bit of a landmark guest for us because it's our first established current Wanderers yeah. player on the pod. Um, and that's not through lack of effort. Obviously, when, when you bring in, in current players, there are a number of hurdles, loopholes, and yeah, hurdles that you need to get over in order Brick to. Walls. to yeah, because, you know, it, so, so doing it all for you guys, so yeah. bear that in mind. And the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course, we are. That's what it's all about making it relevant. So, yeah, Wednesday, yeah, half seven. We'll yeah. see you all on Wednesday. Yes, if you're not you, working, you're not busy. There's no other football on, I don't think, is there on Wednesday? So, you're not going to be using that as an excuse. So, come and say hello. Yeah, and Indeed. hopefully, and hopefully, and we'll get we will get him to get his Papa John's trophy medal out. Yes, we'll we'll, we'll preempt him on that one. And see what we can do. Well, thank you all very much for joining us. We will catch you on Wednesday. 
be there or be square or be busy as Carl says um, but yes we can't wait and we hope you will join us uh, but for now that's all from us take care and we'll see you in the next one have a good evening you want